Hi, my name is Chloe Ronay, and you are listening to the Creative Lives podcast for Opus. In this episode, we're exploring the different ways artists survive and realize their creative endeavors. It can be hard to make ends meet in the arts, and some people worry their vision could be compromised trying to make a living or by supplementing their income selling work. But there are many ways to find a balance between personal expression and the commercial pressures of getting things seen and sold. We'll be speaking with three artists who are successfully managing viable creative careers whilst remaining true to their passion and medium. We hear first from Yared Nigusu, an Ethiopian-born, internationally acclaimed artist who's widely celebrated for his large-scale expressive work energetic brushstrokes, and flamboyant use of colour. In 2018, he launched his own gallery, Art Lab Studio, a creative hub to promote art and culture in Vancouver. You know, always you dream, you know, to, to be like, you know, one of those big artists, but you never know who's going to give it to you, but you understand that it's just you, yourself, who can give that whatever you dream. So uh, I know no one is going to hunt that to me. And then I just sit down and, you know, start, like, you know, thinking, what do I want? I want to be an artist. I have, like, a teaching background, but I don't want to teach. So I want to just paint every day. And everything what I like to paint, I want to paint it. Without, like, you know, exercising the freedom. Uh, one of my uh, clients, he really uh you know sort of you know mentorship what we don't have most artists you know we don't have the mentor m- mentorship you know other professions there is we are all entrepreneur once we are graduated and then once there is a transaction when we buy canvas when we buy paint like you know paint material and then we need to if you want to make a living out of it you have to have you know some kinds of you know business uh, setup you need your client to see your work uh, already perfectly the relationship between the artist and the gallery is very very important i think we have to develop you know our relationship with the galleries as a community uh, so for me uh, that is uh, one of uh, my greatest strengths is i work hand to hand with all the galleries i mean the gallery who are representing me and also even galleries who doesn't represent me. I go, I support, you know, I attend, you know, their event and then I learn from them. We have to feel comfortable and not to, to be shy to go to them and to ask them, how do I sell my artwork? You know, if you can give me a few tips, I invite all my clients come over to spend the time with me uh, in my studio. You know, how cool is you know, chilling out with an artist, having a cigar and a whiskey. That's what I do. Uh, it is a different approach. And that's how you become like remarkable. Like, I, I, because I, I didn't uh, like, it's a little bit cold, like, you know, the, I mean, handshaking is good. These days we don't do that, but you know, just, you know, transaction, but we take just, you disappear. No, I wanna have like a profound connection with my clients. I have a package that uh, uh, I sent, or even companies they approach me, uh, just you know to mingle 
the art lab experience, which is, you know, uh, there will be like, you know, good food and drinks, you know, catering, you know, if a company is willing uh, to spend a time in my studio, bringing, you know, their, their workers, give them some creative activity, you know, that I organize. So I will offer, I will like, you know, there will be in the package, there will be drinks, you know, food and all this, and then they pay they enjoy because they are not professional you know they have to love that that works very well uh, i have event organizer uh, we discuss ideas and we just draft it we put it and then we send it of course working with companies it's really good there is plenty plenty of ideas plenty like this space have to we, i can use it for many many things if i'm like really too structured and then i will lose the whole artistic part of me and uh, I want to, like, you know, from all of it, I just want to be an artist. All what I do is also for me to find a time and, you know, to, but if I just do the whole uh, outside, I cannot listen myself. Camilla Rico is a manga-influenced Italo-Canadian pop surrealist painter and comic book creator. She also contributes to the vinyl art toy movement and is expanding her style into fashion, accessories and other merchandise. Camilla is a natural with social media and has amassed a huge loyal following whilst carving out a unique niche in her target market. I think I create art for myself and I create products that I would like. I definitely like to work with small businesses and I think my demographic likes that as well. They like how small and um, um, personal I am with my products. And I work with printers that are eco-friendly and I make only vegan products because I don't believe in animal cruelty. All my prints are available through my custom print shop, uh, which allows people to customize what size and paper that they like the prints on. And I do this to be very mindful of people's budgets and. I know that some people want big giant prints and other people want little ones. You know, everybody's space is different. And I'm the type of artist that really loves to have their artwork in people's homes to enjoy. Like for me, it, it matters more that it, even if somebody can only afford a little 8 by 10 print, like it to me, that's still an honor that somebody would want my art in their home. So I, I give them that option from girls that are 13 to um, women that are 65 like I have quite a quite a big, big demographic and and there are men who enjoy my art as well but for the most part I I really do target um, women and I and I don't think it's necessarily on purpose I think that I I'm just creating things that I would I would enjoy myself nothing goes past me without my final like approval I have to see everything so that you know when people do purchase for me they're very satisfied with what they've gotten and so I think there's a lot of trust in when people buy from me they know that they're gonna get a quality product and that uh, I think that resonates I wouldn't have a booth I wouldn't have my online shop I would do have any of this without the, the my supporters so for me you know I want I want to give them as much time as I can. You know, unfortunately, I can't give them all the time in the world. And COVID has really taken them. Um, it's 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 really hit me hard this year because I'm constantly having to um, 
think on my feet and then rearrange things. And I spend a lot more time uh, in logistics. So I haven't had as much time replying to DMs as I would like. And the fans, you know, they feel the loss. And I'm just like, but I do try, I do comment as much as possible on my, my feed. And, um, and, and I try, and I, I just do my best because I think that they, they're connected to me in a way where I feel very connected to them as well. I, I want to engage with them because that's very important to me. And, and art is very personal. So I want, I want them to know that I'm listening and that I'm actually reading what they're saying because not, not everybody does that. And I think that other artists, if they just gave their fans like an hour out of their day every day, they would be more connected. But as I've been going through COVID and now I'm realizing that, um, conventions are probably not going to be possible. I think that uh, I need to, I, I, and I, you know, I need to keep doing what I'm doing. And I, lo I really like the online convention. So it, in a way, a lot of people are excluded when you can't go to a convention. But now I got to put all of the exclusives that I had made for these specific cities online. And people around the world now had access to them because I'm the type of person who wants my art to be enjoyed by everybody. I kind of feel like that's, that's where the future is, is to actually allow the whole world to participate in something. And so I think that going forward, that's definitely going to be my motto is to make sure that everybody has the chance to have something and to look forward to something really unique and special. I mean, I'm not going to make a thousand pins, but I will make those 100 pins available to everybody. I've built up slowly and over time. And, uh, you know, there's always opportunities every day. There's lots of companies that come and they want me to, to work with them, but I have to make sure that it is, you know, that they're good business people too, because someone can have a really great idea, but if they don't know how to market it and if they don't know how to, you know, do customer service, then everything will fall apart. And for me, customer service is a huge huge part of the business. Creative endeavours are defined in many different ways and aren't just about selling work. They can address complex social issues, striving to make an impact on the world around us, as is the case with Youth Arts Therapy Programme, Art Hub. In our final interview, we hear from mixed media artist and Art Hub founder, Stacey Dallin alongside program coordinator and digital marketer, Katrine Shane. Hi, I'm Stacey Dallin, founder of Art Hub. My former job was to be a fashion editor. And so to be an editor is to find talent, grow talent, showcase talent. And that's what I did. I came from Vancouver. I would use local designers work I would pair it with international, I would go on international shoots and I would weave it together and showcase in magazines. This skill set is being applied to Art Hub. And so you just create, in a sense, editorials. I'm Katrine Shane, the program coordinator and digital marketer behind Art Hub. I think we're coming at this from a different perspective than anyone has ever done. Um, I know that's a really bold statement, but there's no right or wrong when it comes to the Art Hub. Art Hub in the beginning was Stacy and I figuring out a way that we can really promote this and grow this into something that we knew could be possible. We're building the, the steps for these kids to get 
exactly what they need and get the right programming that could be possible for them um, through showcasing their work and highlighting their strengths through social media or mentoring or other news sources to highlight the fact that they're they're other they're other kids that are extraordinary spectacular brilliant even though that they have these labels constantly put on them we are showcasing and highlighting their strengths my biggest part is how i started coming into the art hub was as a digital marketer and i realized slowly when i went to first session that these youth are their stories are heard constantly but they're never actually fully heard and verbalized through art what i'm doing is putting it out for the world whether it's social media once we get the permission given it's through social media it's through storytelling no names are used we kind of build a platform for them to be seen and heard we are right now um working to create a uh, e-commerce website it should be up by next week so we are going to be growing and growing and asking artists to create boards that are going up for auction to and they're in the works right now i just can't give names to a 100 percent goes back into the into these outreach programs for for youth we are trying to work through right now is the culture call because that's of course just so perfect to create this uh, gallery of artworks with the youth but it's sort of on and off with COVID's numbers so we are of course going to be creating a space in a gallery that will be virtual guaranteed but it's really hard right now to be a socially responsible person as these numbers are growing this point I, I was funding it myself and what we are doing right now is uh, we are now a registered nonprofit and about to be a um, charitable society that uh, is going to happen shortly and that's when we can go after our grants I mean we're working out the one that cat actually got uh, which is they're not easy she seems to have a skill set for that too so we are definitely in line for for a number of grants as well as creating skateboards and i'm going to fund until we're until we can fly i really really believe in this expanding art hub is constant every day there's something new that comes up for us which is absolutely amazing as we grow and as we kind of move with art hub i think the possibilities are endless we're having a lot of conversations with a lot of different groups. I see Art Hub as being a space place for kids to have that voice, to make their marks in whatever medium they can be best heard. We want to not tell these kids what they're doing wrong, but to show them what's in them that that is perfect and right and and bringing something to the world to be witnessed no matter what the creative endeavor producing something fresh and unique through any form of art offers a sense of self-worth and purpose to share an artistic passion dream or skill with a wider audience 
can make us feel fulfilled and validated. I hope you found some inspiration listening to these stories. Whether it's to make a living, supplement your income or experiment with new ideas, the pursuit of creative endeavours is a productive focus, helping to keep us stimulated and encouraged as we drive into the future.